Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Uh, and I love fake radio. That's the only thing I do Like, there's nobody fake radio. And I said it. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Dirty Money, Young Money, The Mistress. Yeah, 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 yeah. DJ Khaled throwing down the big dog Pitbull, Trevor Squallion, a.k.a. the Beat Nova King, a.k.a. we the best. Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that. We the best, man. Who we? Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that. Spate Magazine, Spate TV, and all that. Spate Radio, back in the building. Antoine. I got Erratic in the building. What's up? Hey. Okay. <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing good, you know? Okay. Living life, really enjoying the weather right now. Not even going to lie. That's what's up. So if, you know, for those that aren't familiar with what you do, maybe you can run it down a little bit. All right. Well, I am Erratic of Selic. Okay. And um, I'm a musician, I'm a songwriter, I sing. Um, recently I've been, uh, my, my brother's been my producer, and we've been doing some stuff together. It's been really awesome and really exciting. Yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Well, that's a gist, I guess. Oh, also I'm a business owner, I get in the CBD and stuff. You know, I do all kinds of stuff. Okay. Oh, tell us about that a little bit. <laughs> Um, basically, you know, I live in Texas where, uh, medicinal marijuana isn't legal yet, but you can sell, like, hemp-based CBD, and that is extremely helpful to a lot of people, and it's a, I want to help people, if we all do, in some kind of way, no matter what kind of way it is, and uh-huh. it's just a good way to do it, a nice way to do it. Okay. All right, so how did, how did you get into music? Maybe explain what type of music you do a little bit. So, um... I've been into music my whole life. I come, we come from a music family, and um, I, I think it was just always going to be something that we did. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so uh, I didn't really get serious about it until I was about, I don't know, 21, 22. And ever since then, it's been kind of this full steam, steam ahead with kind of this neo-soul, a little bit of indie pop, a little bit of alternative R&B, kind of just mix it all together and make something cool, you know? Okay. All right. That sounds good. And um, as far as, like, what's going on in music right now, like, what do you think of the the way R&B is and the hip-hop and stuff like that? I think that people need to allow music to evolve. You know, mm-hmm. um, there's good and bad in every generation. You can go back. I've, I listen to so much music. I've heard the best of the best, and I've heard the worst of the worst. And you'll find really good and really bad in every decade of music. <laughs> and people, they, they have a tendency to kind of look at what's going on in front of them and judge the best of the past off uh, next to the worst of the present. 
And there's so many good artists right now, and there's actually a lot of good music happening right now. You just have to be able to expand and be more flexible, you know? Okay. Things evolve. Okay. And so you're indie, right? You're not signed to a major label or anything like that? No, I'm not. Okay. So being an indie artist, like what... People always talk about like the negative things when it comes to associate like with indie artists or indie being an indie artist or whatever. What is what are some of the good things that you feel uh, about being indie? I think right now is the best time to be an indie artist. There's so many ways to get your music heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, if we were talking 20 years ago, like, it would have been really, really crappy. You know, it would have been really hard. But now it's just. You have so much control, and you don't need a label to get to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're trying to be super, super, like, this insane pop star, which, I mean, you can get to that level as well. Just by the time you're at a point where you've got all of the success, that the labels are coming for you, and they're willing to work with you in order for you to be associated with them. So I think right now is a really good time because artists have a lot of power right mm-hmm. now, I feel like. Yeah, that's cool. I was I get so many artists that they get frustrated because their main goal is to be on a major label and to be part of like the mainstream and um they don't they they want to get there without actually putting in all the the proper work that's involved. Yeah, no overnight sensation is actually an overnight sensation. You know, <laughs> like that's not that's a myth. You know, like it really is. And you have to, you can't do music, you can't do art for money because you'll be really frustrated and angry and bitter a lot because you have to be willing to fail like a million and one time for one yes, you know? And so if you're going to do it, if you're going to decide that art is your passion, any type of art is your passion, you have to do it for the passion and just hope that everything else comes later. Because you still have to, there is very few people out there who will come out with a song or a piece of art and that is immediately just take off. You know, you have to grow and develop and become something and find like yourself in your music and your art before it can ever reach people. Yeah. You know, if you know what you're talking about, know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, chill, you know? <laughs> and, and, a lot of yeah. The artists, and, and a lot of the artists that you see that are successful, like, like they usually have, like, ten investors involved. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they'll have, they like, do. a group, yeah. they'll have a group of people, and they put in thousands of dollars, and they, and, and that's how they pop really fast, and a lot of people don't realize yeah. that, you know? But... Uh-huh. It, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. it is what it is. You know, you gotta be ready. To, if you're gonna do this, you gotta be ready to be broke for a very long time. You know, <laughs> suicide, side gig, and just kind of go for it. You know, like that's, yeah. that's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you, uh, your brother, uh, Eli, the producer, he's there, and he's uh, produced some of your recent tracks, right? Yes. Okay. So, um, tell. Uh, is is he there on the line? Yeah, he's right here. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good, how you doing? That's what's up. So, um, what type of what style of music that you produce? Uh uh, eventually I don't wanna have a genre, but right now I'd say mostly like hip hop, trap. I yeah, like lo fi, I mean 
I grew up jamming a lot of like Waka and just a lot of like trap music. So that's really my style right now until I get a little better. And then hopefully I can expand my horizon of different genres. Do you have any artists that like in the, in the back of your mind, you think you would really give them that hit? I'd say like, I really like Meek Mill. So I'd say like Meek Mill. Okay. That's the only one? Meek Mill, Rick Ross, uh, Migos. Uh, I like our future. I know they don't really make too much music like that anymore, but I really like them. Um, I'd send them beat. That's pretty much it right there. Those are honestly the artists that I'd say, that I'd say like I try to like, not imitate, but like I'd make beats for, you know? Yeah. Okay. The, speaking of Rick Ross, did you check out his bio, his um, his his memoir? It's really interesting, man. It's a lot of crazy stuff went on in there, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Look into that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's out. It's called Hurricanes, and it it talks about how he he was a songwriter for like ten years, and he he was yeah. broke, and and he finally got that one hit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh man, I have to look that up. That sounds like. That sounds good. I have to look that up. Yeah, it it was good. That hustling record is really what what put him on the map. Yeah, that was a good one too. Every day I'm hustling. <laughs> yeah, that was a jam. Even Cat Williams had that. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. But uh, what what is some you know some of your goals you might have over the next year or two? What do you think? What do you want to accomplish? Man, I just I want to know FL Studio like the back of my hand. Um. That and I just I just want to help my sister more. I just want to help what we got going on, like just expand. That's really the goal. Okay. And if we can do that within this year, even just a little bit of progress, that's all that matters. So. Okay. That's really the goal, right there. Yeah, that that would be dope. You know, um, I always get people like um, you know, like artists and stuff like that. What what a lot of artists is looking for now, if if you're like interested in sending your stuff to people, is they're looking yeah. for. They're looking for beats that have hooks on it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, maybe y'all can come together and, like, just hit the studio and do a bunch of beats with hooks. And then, like, you know, make sure you got your your bit, your your copyrights together. And then, you know, yeah. s- like, send them out to people and stuff. And, um, you know, because that they're, they're definitely looking for stuff like that. Because that's less work for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so um, so what what's next for you guys? Um, what what's next for you, Erratic? Um, honestly, I'm really kind of getting into the songwriting game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, been kind of doing what you were just mentioning about uh, writing hooks for beats and getting those sent out and um, getting deeper into publishing. I love being an artist, but you know, I gotta you gotta be able to kind of wear a lot of different hats. That's yeah. really what's big for me, and just putting out as much music as I possibly can right now is one of the most important things for me. Yeah, put out a lot of music, man. The the social media, mm-hmm. everything gets so old so quickly now. Yeah. They're like you could put yeah, out one song, and like two days later, three million songs came out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yep. like. It, it gets old so fast, but um, that's cool, man. So, what what are some of your goals that you have? You know, as far as 
um, maybe like three or four years down the line? Where do you want to be? Oh, oh, you are asking me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought you were asking Capri. Oh. Uh, in three to four years, I'd like to be. I'd like to have a. I'd like to have a hit song on the radio at some point, or like a hit song on streaming. Maybe not the radio because those songs get really annoying. It does it really fast. But uh, mm-hmm. like just having someone of some kind of like some someone substantial be on a hook that I wrote, you know, on a beat that my brother put together. Uh-huh. And that would be probably the coolest thing that could happen in the next three to four years. Okay. So like I know being an indie artist is is tough and everything. So what like what inspires you to keep to to keep going hard? The way I feel when I do music. It's like eating the most delicious cupcake in the world, you know? Like you can be kind of ha- having kind of a bad day and someone gives you a cupcake and then all of a sudden you just, oh, everything's great again and you don't even care and nothing can bring you down. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel when I do music. So, mm-hmm. and because of that, it keeps me going. Okay. Like, okay. Um, with, with the experience that you have now, like being an independent artist for the, you know, amount of time that you've been working, everything that you know now, if you knew it, when you started, what would you do differently? Um, I probably wouldn't have put so much effort into uh, what was current. To be honest with you, like there's like so so there's kind of this thing, this double-edged uh, sort of being relevant musically or current with your, or sonically current. Mm-hmm. And that is to make sure that you maintain your individuality mm-hmm. while still being able to um, fit the format and structure that you, you hear what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And so if I could do anything differently, I would have uh, still, I would have worked really hard to find like a, like a very distinct flow, mm-hmm. I think a little bit, you know, and then I probably would have a, I tell myself to not be so resistant to what is happening in music right now, but to also maintain a very firm identity. Mm. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Okay. Okay. That's, that's definitely, that's a good point. Definitely. Because I know like, um, sometimes when, uh, they're like, man, if I would have known this when I started, I would have done it totally different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you people say that, right? Like, if I had known this, if I had known that. But also, like, that's, those kind of trip-ups are part of the whole journey. You don't become great by knowing everything from the jump. Yeah. You know, you don't become great by by just, like, never messing up and never taking your L's and never failing. You become great because you failed a lot. You know, and you need that kind of feedback and you need to kind of go through those things so that you can become the best artist that you can be. Otherwise, you're just like this person that, I mean, you know, start off Kanye at his peak, but then what happens after he peaks, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Definitely. So, so who are you listening to right now? Like who's, um, who's on your Spotify playlist? Like current artists right now? A- anything you're uh, listening to? Anything. Okay, so 
I listen to everything. So I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna whittle it down. My faves right now. <laughs> Currently, my current favorite artist probably Doja Cat. I think that she is probably the most um, uh, unique artist out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm actually really impressed by her. Okay. And then um, <coughs> my my all time the people I'm listening to all the time is gonna be anything Andre 6000 is on. Wow. Uh, Pharrell, you know, Erica Badu. Well, I like to keep it chill for the most part, though. Okay. Yeah. All right. What about producer-wise? Like, who do you think you could collab with and make that, like, super dope hit? Like, you know, well-known producers. A well-known producer? Yeah. That I could make a really bomb hit with? Uh, I'm going to say, you know what? I'm going to say Pharrell. I'm going to say Pharrell because he makes a hit out. He can make... You can turn two into gold. So <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Pharrell. Okay, okay. Uh, Pharrell, Pharrell's dope. Mm-hmm. Pharrell's dope. They they got that law out. Did they finish off that lawsuit that they had with um that Marvin Gaye record? Do you yeah, know? Yeah, they they finished it and they got They got to pay. They got to pay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I will say this. I think it's really rude. I think that was such a rude um lawsuit because essentially what they were trying to do was trademark a groove and you can't you can't just trademark a groove i mean it was very similar sure but the songs were different i just i just thought i you know i hate that people have to be careful about inspiration and how inspired they are by something even if it is unique mm-hmm. they have to you, you never know they'll be petty and that's the suit so you know yeah, that, that suit, I thought it sounded similar, even like to the cowbell in the background. I was like, wait a minute. When, yeah. when, when I first heard the song, I was like, that sounds like the Marvin Gaye song. And I don't usually do that. When I hear a song, I usually don't don't hear similarities in other records. But when I heard that, when I heard that Pharrell song, I was like, yo, that sounds like that Marvin Gaye song. Like, that was immediate. Yeah. It wasn't immediate for me. Even after I heard them back to back, it wasn't like I heard. I could definitely hear the influences. But I gotta be honest, I was just kind of like, but maybe that's because I had no, I knew um, Lord Lines before I knew the Marvin Gaye song, so that could have been the bias there. So, no, I think it depends. <laughs> so, as far as um your music is concerned, you feel like it fits more like pop or. Like, you don't want, like, people to put your stuff in a box. I mean, I don't. It's not so much that I don't want people to put my stuff in a box, because when you make a song, it's going to sound like something, you know? I just, I personally just don't like to be boxed in. You know, I like to have the freedom to do whatever. But especially whenever I produce with uh, my brother, the music tends to be very, like, kind of this alternative R&B sound, very kind of lo-fi, and those are the easiest types of songs for me to write, so I think that that might be the sound of my soul. So yeah, so, I mean, yeah, probably alternative R and D, indie, for sure. Okay. All right. So, um, are you got any like any events or any like that coming up that you might want to tell the people about? You know, I don't have anything coming up right now, but to stay current of what I'm doing, you just gotta follow me on Instagram, e dot underscore. Is my or uh, yes, you can keep up with all the things I'm doing, all the music I'm coming out with, all the things I'm doing with my brother, any shows, all of that. And that's pretty much the only social media I have, too. So, yes, okay, 
So um, say say it again. So for the people, it's a e dot radic. It's R A D I C underscore. Okay. All right. So make sure y'all check that. That's on Instagram. Make sure you check her on Instagram. Is there anything else you want to say for the to the to the people? Um. Check me out and love your life. Everything you got to say? <laughs> I ain't nothing to say. Yeah, no, this, this, I'm, I'm here for you. This is for you. Oh, well, there you go. I have a big support system. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, man. But I'm here. Yes. We got Erratic in the building. Uh, she got a dope song out. Um, Never Nice. You got to tev- definitely check that out. It's almost like 65,000 views on um facebook and you can watch it on youtube and all of that we're gonna keep uh definitely pushing that out there so the people can hear it but um but i think that's it right now man you know if there's anything else you want to say other than that we're gonna get out of here all right i think that's it so i do have one piece of advice for any indie indie artists out there who are like feeling some type of way just remember to keep your support system strong, have a strong team behind you. Because every time that you feel like you're ready to give up, you need to have that one person behind you saying, no, you're great, and everybody needs to hear you. So that is all I have to say. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Spade Radio, we out. Make sure you continue to check us out, uh, spadehiphopnews.com, spaderadio.com, and we out. Uh, and I love Spade Radio. That's the only secret. Like, there's nobody. Spade Radio. And I said it. Nicki Minaj, Nicki Lewinsky, Dirty Money, Young Money, The Mistress. Yeah, 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 yeah.